That speaks Houston, the inside scoop on Houston advertising and marketing, created and produced for the American Advertising Federation Houston chapter at aaf-houston.net. In association with the Radio Lounge, I'm Ray Shillins. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform. You can follow us on iHeartMedia, which is pretty cool, with our radio program, and that airs Sundays at 10 a.m. here in Houston on KPRC 950 a.m. We build our fan base with the help of people just like you. So tell everybody you know and get them to subscribe to Ad Speaks Houston. And, you know, I'll tell you one thing. I, I love I love Ad to Houston. Um, it is the future of American Advertising Federation Houston. Without that, there would be no future. And it's really fun to, to watch the things that go on at Ad to Houston. Uh, it's a talented collective of passionate young communication professionals. Are you guys passionate and young? Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. Age 32 and under. 32 and under? Yes, you are. Good. Okay. <laughs> and uh, composed of project <laughs> managers, creatives, developers, marketers, content strategists, media buyers, and just plain great people. And so many things go on throughout the year. Of course, this has been kind of a wacky 12 months. Um, yeah. But uh, Guido Falcone is the president of Antu Houston. Um, you have uh, Secret Service guards or anything like that? No, uh, no. Unfortunately, no? Uh, it's, it wasn't in the budget. Yeah, okay, I, <laughs> I try. So, so listen, if you see Guido, be nice to him. Okay, Maite Jimenez is also with Ad Two. Do you have a title with Ad Two? Uh, I am a um, the oh. go-to girl for anything <laughs> that needs to be done. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the I'm VP, just res- the VP of getting things done. How's the that VP sound? of getting, yeah. There okay. you go. <laughs> <laughs> and Mark Bacani, Mark, we've known you for for so many years with Ad Two Houston, and uh, and your title is co-chair of uh, public service. Very cool. Okay, so we like titles. You know, my title, Identity Crisis Department. I love that. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I like making up titles. Yeah. And so talking to you guys today, we just came off that really cool thing that you guys set up for uh, uh, the, the, the Power of Radio. I think that's what it was called. Is that right, Guido? Yes, yeah. it was a wonderful podcast that we just had last week. Actually, mm-hmm. wow. Uh, it was on uh, – it's one of the many things that we do. We try to keep our membership engaged and kind of at the, at the vanguard of what is happening in the world of advertising, marketing, etc. Yeah. Uh, we did have a wonderful podcast on the Power of Radio, for which – uh, Ray was one of the panelists. And it Joe was, Biondi as well. And, what a great guy he is. Yeah, Joe Biondi. Uh, it was a wonderful podcast. I mean, I've, you know, we learned so much. There was so much history about it. There was so many numbers thrown out about how, you know, how important it is uh, for radio and just yeah. how much opportunity there is left. Uh, and that kind of gave me the idea that it would be great to do a podcast with you and talk about that too. And, yeah. you know, uh, Continue the conversation, really. You know, really, when you when you get right down to it, uh, uh, tell me your guys' perspective. You know, there used to be live events. There used to be stuff that was done all the time, and a lot of people came out and participated. And obviously, now for over a year, we're kind of stuck in a Zoom uh, virtual world, sadly. And I know uh, some of you in your jobs are stuck that way as yeah. well. So we've all had to adapt. But talk about... The stuff that's gone on within Ad Two uh, throughout the pandemic. I mean, it seems to me you've kept things going, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Talk about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> President. Sure. Yeah. So we did try to. Um, we had to adjust 
and that was the the hardest thing for us because we loved our networking events. We love getting to know people. We love getting to connect them with the rest of the uh, with the rest of the uh, community, right? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, that is just not really possible. So we pivoted to a more um, educational type of events, which we which is why we created um, all of these webinars. Uh, we had some. We've had some wonderful people come to them. Many from the AAF uh, Houston board too. Um, and then we also, you know, one thing that we keep going no matter what every year is a public service uh, campaign that we do every year for yeah. a worthy organization, a worthy nonprofit organization in yeah. the, in a city. We build a complete advertising campaign for them, uh, and that has not stopped regardless of the pandemic. So we have one. We had a wonderful client in Lily's Toy Box. We uh, you met them too. Yeah. Um, they. They get toy donations, which they then, you know, donate to children who are going through different hardships, whether it has to do with weather-related, you know, like a storm or, you know, hurricanes, whatever, or a lot of times also with children in foster care, etc. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we try to continue as much as close to normal as possible, but that's... You can only get so normal, right, with with these days, and um, we try to make the best of it. Well, you have, and and Mark, uh, you were uh, as a, a public service chair. Uh, how do you how do you reach out to people, and and uh, define who's going to be uh, given the gift of of, of a campaign? Uh, so we have a screening process. Um, every year we have um, applications uh, from different organizations. They have to be. Uh, local or have you know like locally uh, managed or organizations and we actually teamed up with AAF this year so the application process was uh, kind of unified um, so that was a good idea wasn't it yeah yeah I think because we think it's a lot easier it makes it easier um, we had one form that they had to fill out they gave us the form and they kind of went back and forth on different things we wanted to ask um, and you know we picked our uh, AAF Pick their two top choices, and we picked our two top choices, um, and we discussed it among AF and our our team. Um, we were looking at a couple different criteria. Uh, first is the impact that they have on their community, um, in terms of like you know, do we feel like they're they're help what they're where they're helping out? Is it a mission that we you know want to support and stuff like that? Yeah. And then also. Uh, where we could do the most good because some of the organizations were you know fairly large and we felt like maybe with a larger organization we weren't going to move the needle quite as much um, whereas you know with a smaller organization um, we might be able to do have more impact and you know actually move the needle a bit more uh, we actually put it down to a vote we had two uh, Two contenders uh, that were very close, and I think it actually came down to one vote. In wow! The team. Mm -hmm. So wow, wow! And you cho it seems you chose a really great uh, organization. I like the fact that you drilled in on the um, the simplicity of a smaller organization. You know, there there are a lot of great people out there that are doing great things, but they are a big. They're a part of a much bigger thing. Yes. But then you got all these other folks who are doing the same thing. They don't have the budgets. 
they don't have the they don't have the the, the capacity to do something dramatic. And uh, Lily's toy box. Um, what we can do here is before the podcast is done, I also want to play a couple of the spots uh, yes. that we created on behalf of them. But let's talk about uh, Lily's toy box more. It, it, Lily actually came in and, <laughs> and recorded uh, some of the parts of the spot. Um, and, and you touched on it before, Guido, but let's talk more about Lily's toy box you know, so folks can know about that as well. Yeah, um, the nonprofit has a beautiful story. Um, so basically, Lily was 11 years old, I believe, when Harvey hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was a few years ago. Uh, and she was watching the news, you know, that's the only thing you watch when these things happen. Um, and she saw all these kids who had to leave their houses because they were getting flooded and families were losing everything. And she wanted to help them. Um, so she went to her parents and they tried to figure out how, what was the best way they could help. And she decided that she was going to donate her own toys. And which is an amazing story, really, from such from a, a child, young person. Yeah. 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 Uh, at 11 years old, I don't think I was thinking of anything like that, to be yeah. honest. Uh, so, you know, we were really moved by it. Uh, they have delivered, I think, over 12,000 toys at this point to different children from all around the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's incredible is that it's just really her and her parents, right? So that's like only three people doing all of this amazing work. Um, and like like Mark said, we looked at who, where we could do the most good. And some of the other uh, nonprofits did have like really big budgets, uh, which was great. We were like, oh, we can do a lot of stuff with this. Yeah. Um, but they came to us, and, you know, they, they had no budget, and it was just like the three of them. Uh, and, you know, it, it, to us, it just felt like this is who needs us. Uh, yeah. they, they could use all this help. Uh, well, clearly, they've done well so far, and, you know, how much better can they do once we create this campaign and we get their names in people's heads who've never heard of them, and that's what we went with them. You know, we took we took, we took took the, uh, the creative uh, for the radio. We recorded yeah. it. That is, you guys came up with the creative. What other aspects are there of this public service campaign, though, beyond the radio? What are the uh, aspects? Just, like, yeah, different aspects. Like the message being like the calm before the storm. But uh, basically, like they, uh, I wanted, we wanted to showcase, you know, the, the friends, the toy being the friend of the child. Because, you know, obviously, once they're in the storm, they have no one. So they kind of like are alone. And we created the bear, the little mascot, because. Obviously, Lily's not going to be young forever, so we have True, that. Yeah, 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 we have Lily. We have uh, Lily's friend, the little bear that co- appears in the logo. So we kind of it's called future proofing. Yeah, we kind of blew it up, and <laughs> yeah. uh, we uh, have it as like a sort of like a um, the main thing in one of the in the commercial. Uh, thankfully, my uncle bar- let me borrow the house, <laughs> so we, <laughs> we shot it there. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was it's, uh, it was a nice message to um, have. Um, the kids, you know, have that comfort, the calm before the storm. Obviously, Houston is always uh, suffering through hurricanes and all that um, rainstorm. So it was nice sure. to keep a keep a keep the children with the with something to have, you know, hold of while they're uh, yeah. going through that situation. No doubt about that. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, there's broadcast elements. Are there any other elements that are involved in this PSA campaign? Uh, yeah. So. It was, I think, mostly digital. So, like you said, we had the radio element. Uh, we redid their website, which is uh, up and running now. So, brand new website. 
Uh, we have a uh, TV commercial, which we shot at my kid's <laughs> uncle's house. Yeah. So. Thank you. Um, and Thank you. Zero budget. <laughs> zero budget. I know, right? <laughs> and That's what happens. And then we also have a digital ad campaign that will be going out uh, pretty soon. Man. Uh, when you when you talk to these people, first of all, do they go, really, you're going to help us? I would assume <laughs> that they're, they're really mind-blowing information here. It's like, you're, okay, let me get this straight. You're going to help us. It's not going to cost us any money, right? Right? Okay. Okay. Well, sure. Why not? And, and I would assume that they were very receptive to this as well, huh? That's why, that's why we chose them pretty much, just the message and then the way they communicated with us so well. I would have thought, like, maybe a big organization there, like, kind of like, well, I mean, we already have the budget, the money, you know. Mm-hmm. But the, they actually, like, really put their effort into you know, giving us the amount of resources and help and responding to, like, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? You know, yeah. they're not keeping us out in the in the cold and just giving us a week's response. You know, they're always like... This is good. Yeah. yeah. That's part of the element there. They're Go ahead. Yeah, no, they... Uh, once, when we reached out to them the first time, uh, the email they sent back, they were just so excited and mm-hmm. there was such an energy in what they were saying, how happy they were. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's when I knew it. This is... This was the right person. This is the right organization to pick, uh, and they were just so positive and so receptive. Uh, it made us, I think, I speak for everyone here, want to do the best we can for them. Yeah. Uh, and we have put a lot of work into it, and a lot of late nights, and yeah. uh, you know, a lot of grinding. But I think what we come up with has been very nice. Has been very. It's great, and I can't wait for it to start going out, for people to start seeing it, yeah. hearing it. Uh, and mostly, I can't wait for people to start going to their website and start donating. And, and supporting them, yeah. yeah. You know, sometimes the payoff on a project isn't monetary payoff, okay? And those are the best kind of projects, I think, when you can do something that's impactful. Mm-hmm. And um, I have so many people, when I do the career days at, mm-hmm. at school... Well, how much money am I going to make, man? It's like, you know what? If you chase money, more power to you because you'll never find it. But if you chase what you love, love what you do, you like Max says, you never work a day in your life. And it's true. It's very true. So what you've done here is you've put your energy and your expertise uh, into something that's going to benefit a whole bunch of people. That's a good thing. So congratulations, you guys. <laughs> I like this. How long does this campaign normally run when you do these campaigns? Oh, my God. It's, like, flown by. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. I was just last year I joined, so mm-hmm. it's already Easter of 2021. Yes. Like, <laughs> what happened to the time? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so they, yeah, the campaign will probably it'll run for as long as we can get it to run, really. Right. Uh, because, again, a lot of the... A lot of times that we get our spots played on the radio and TV or anything, it's donated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we can't pick, you know. Uh, but the the digital side of it will just continue running and we'll keep updating it probably until the end of our year, which is in June. Okay. Uh, and likely a little bit Pending after that. Pending a grant from... Yeah, check. and then <laughs> and yeah, there's we have some we're waiting on some grants from Google. Uh, which oh, yeah, we, yeah, okay. yeah, they do. Uh, do you want me to call them now? Yeah, yeah, let's okay. uh, let's get them on the phone. Yeah, um, so in that that side of the campaign, we'll just continue going for That's as long cool. as they want it yeah. and as long as they can get in that grant renew. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's like Mike to say, we started at like around. 
we typically start like around September, October, start building the, you know, finding the client, figure out what they want, and then we, we get team together, start building the campaign. Now that it's built, it's finally going to go out. We're super excited to see the results and, you know, to see how many people are going to want to support them now. I mean, yeah. that's really why we do this. I think the digital side is the important side for this, especially. I mean, it's, it, as we talked about in our radio thing, digital is driving a lot of yeah. uh, a lot of uh, response from people. Okay. Add to Houston is okay. a group of uh, young professionals who are 32 and under. Addtohouston.org. Is that right? Add to Houston.org. Uh, no, it's... Well, okay, I've got that wrong. Okay? <laughs> we have both domains. Oh, yeah. that's right. We do have both domains. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah it, will, it will redirect you. Um, unfortunately... See, they had a buy one, get one free. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, it's both. Okay, that'll be good. And you can always find us. Uh, we're also on social media, of course, at Add to Houston for Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. That's where we are mostly... Um, we put all of our news and everything over there. Yeah, and events. doing so many things. So Some many of the live events. events that we did, uh, the, the, the trivia stuff and all of the other stuff, uh, uh, the, oh, that, the, was, so that was a lot of fun. And someday we'll get back to that. I'm, 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 I'm done. It'll, it'll happen, it'll happen. again. It'll happen. Yes. We've only been in here for a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> get me out of here. Yeah. I think. <laughs> it's like, I've fallen and I can't get up. Yeah. Thing, right? It's like, come on, stop this already, please. Yeah. You know, even with, a, even with a pandemic and, you know, you guys are getting your shots now and all that kind yeah. of good stuff. And we're coming. We're coming along. Uh, we are still not out of the woods in spite of some what some might say. So we've yeah. got to be careful. Uh, that's an important thing. But Maite, what what drove you uh, to become a member of Add to Houston? What was the attractor there? Um, I just love the team. I love the the people because uh, I joined. I think um, I, when I was seeing Add to in the university, I didn't join immediately. Mm -hmm. But then I went to Corporate Cupid, so that was <laughs> ah. a live event. <laughs> I miss it. It was a very, um, it was an all right bar. <laughs> it was a fine, it was a great bar. Yeah, whatever. It, it was, it was, it was, it was all right. What, was what place was that all right bar? Cactus Cove. Cactus Cove. Cactus Cove. Cactus Cove. Yeah. I, I okay. The well, they just got a free plug on the radio. Yeah. yeah. There Oops, there you go. Um, um, but um, now I joined. To Houston. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> they, um, they had, we, I would join that event. And then, you know, from there, I just saw that how, how, of a great networking opportunity was going to be because yeah. I was going to be able to, you know, connect with so many advertising people and folk and network and know everybody and give mentors. So I just said, well, might as well join now because I'm graduating and I'm not going to get that student discount for membership. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, and it's not that much really to join in the perspective not. of things, you know, and, and, and that's really smart that Ad Federation made it that way. Yeah, it's um, a great thing. It's actually it's, great. it's only $75 to join as yeah. a young professional and it does get you membership into AAF. Yeah. Which is actually a huge discount. It's a good deal. When you think about how much the AAF is yeah. And all of the benefits and yep. the I people. Learned, learned a lot of people. A lot, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the people who take advantage of that connection to American Ad Federation Houston or American Ad Federation in general are really smart because they're really getting to know. You got to get to know people. You got to talk to people. Yeah. 
and you got to expand your audience. Um, and even if you're not comfortable doing that, you got to get over that and get out there and do that. That's really the and advertising, part. you got to know how to communicate. You <laughs> would think so. Yes, this is a good thing. What about you, Mark? What what got you interested in that? <laughs> well, or did uh, did you lose a bet? Uh, <laughs> kind of. Uh, well, I mean, it was no? Guido. It was I, so. Oh, you lost a bet to Guido. Okay, <laughs> no, ahead. I. Um, it was, I don't know, a couple of years. It was several years ago. I don't even remember how long it was now. I was living in Hong Kong, and uh, oh my God, that was so long ago. it was a long time ago, so back when ago. I could get into Hong Kong. And I had known Guido. We had worked together at Banana Republic. Um, wow. And I, he called me up one day. He's like, hey, there's this event. Uh, it, was on, it was in Montrose. I don't remember which bar restaurant it was. It's a uh, Stone's Throw. We don't, Stone's we don't meet at bars all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they don't. No, one time we actually met. Uh, you guys met at the at the uh, bedquarters uh, for mattress firm. Yeah, we that did. Was a great uh, event. We did a yeah copy cube there. It yeah. was fantastic. It was yeah. good. So Sorry. go on with the story. Oh yeah, no, it's just <laughs> we now leave Hong Kong to come to Houston. <laughs> I was here for like a couple of months or a week or so visiting, and I we Guido called me. I was like, hey, there's this organization. They're holding a networking event. Uh, I don't want to go alone. You want to come with me? <laughs> and, <laughs> it was, it's a new thing. You don't want to go by yourself. You know, if you don't find anybody to talk to, at least you have someone. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, networking is way better in pairs. I always think wing, wingman is the strategy to go with with networking anyway. So, uh, you know, he got me to go. I was like, okay, sure, I'll check it out. Uh, Kay was there. Um, yeah. I think, was it Zach was the president at the time? No, no, no. Um, Garrett. Garrett was the president. Garrett okay. Ruffiner, huh? who's gone on to Austin. Garrett Ruffiner, yeah, yeah, he's in Austin now, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, and Guido joined, and then I left the country. And, you <laughs> <Fled>. know, <laughs> fled. <laughs> by the time I got back, he was, like, on the board. I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. I better come back and join now because he's now on board president. Or, right. And you, um, man, you've always stepped up to the plate at all of the events that we've had, Guido. Uh, and just there to help and help and help. And that's the fun part about this. And I, I, I say this again, Add to Houston is is like the fabric of the foundation of the Ad Federation because you are the Ad Federation, okay? And that's so important. That is why we are I feel so strong about what we need to do to make this a great experience and a positive and, and, and good experience for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, if you're 32 and under and you're in the ad business, uh, you really you really ought to be a part of this organization. Mm -hmm. You you uh, risk nothing and your rewards are uh, over the horizon. You know, you've been uh, the president of AdFed or AdFed. Ad huh? <laughs> oh, you want to be the president of AdFed? <laughs> Listen, I'm supposed to be next year. Would you like to take my place? Wait, no, you I'm want joking. to take over Ad2? I'll take over AdFed. Thank you. you Thank go. you very much. <laughs> <I appreciate it. laughs> yeah, you're that first switch. here. Uh, Guido, what is your vision for Add to Houston? I know you're staying on as president, but what, what, yeah. what do you see down the road for Add to Houston? Um, listen, I, I, I love I love the organization. I, I love everything AdFed related. Um, and to me, this is also very personal. Uh, as you know, uh, you know our friend Dwight Douthat, passed away last year yeah uh, and he was not just a supporter of our two he was a former uh president uh just always there to help us yeah uh and i feel like i have really big shoes to fill in yeah. after him yeah. uh, so i want to make the club the best it can possibly be i want to uh, recruit more people to join us i want to 
offer even better networking opportunities for our members. Um, and I want to leave, you know, when I leave in another year, uh, I want to leave the the club as a place that people can come to grow and mature, uh, yeah. you know, find a first job, find a second job, uh, and just, you know, be proud of, uh, an organization they can be proud of. And, you know, something that, you know, Dwight looking down at us can be a proud of too. Would you call Dwight a mentor in your life? Dwight was a role model. He was a mentor. He was a friend of mine. Yeah. And, uh, I still can't believe he's gone, but yeah. uh, he taught me so much. And honestly, I, like I said, uh, I owe it to him to do the best I can. Yeah. Wow. So. Well, you're doing a great job at that. All of you guys are it just, it's <laughs> such a wonderful organization. Um, okay, we said this past year has been kind of a roller coaster ride, okay? That'd be an understatement, okay, in so many ways, so many ways. But we're still here, and we're talking today, and we're, we are safely distanced. We wore masks into the studio. We're not wearing masks now. <laughs> Can't do that. Um, so... You guys have done a great job. Um, from your perspective, Vito, what are some of the high points of this past year? We got to look at something and go back. And, you know, this was pretty doggone okay. High points. Uh, well, related to the, the art club, I got to say, while we were confined to a Zoom meeting for everything, yeah. we actually did see an increase in our membership. Uh, people really reacted well to the webinars. Uh, and not just that, I'm, I'm incredibly proud of what the public service team has done. Uh, we built the team from four people last year to like almost 10 people this year. And what wow. they've done has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that has been a, a very highlight of this year, seeing them get together, get to know each other and grow and create this fantastic campaign that they've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't even, I wasn't very involved in it. I was just... I was involved as a copywriter, but not as a leader in it. Um, no. Mark and Brittany, who's the other co-chair for Public Service, have done a magnificent job at it. Yeah. Well, they they, they did. You did. She did. That's good. <laughs> so the, a lot of good things happened in spite yeah. of the in, in spite of uh, the pandemic thing. Um, Maite, what would you say to people who are out there listening, and maybe they're in the profession, maybe they're in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and as we said before, it's uh, professionals who are 32 or under here. Uh, what would you say to somebody who's kind of listening to this and says, you know, this sounds like a pretty good deal. Why should I check it out? What do you think about that? It's going to be a great. It's going to be a great way to sort of like keep in touch with so many other people and then down the road. If you're, you're going to get it. You might connect and get your your first job. Obviously, I mean, mm-hmm. the pandemic has kind of put a halt to a lot of um, the opportunities that may have uh, been available. <laughs> we <laughs> didn't have Rona around, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, but no, now uh, it's kind kind of keeping my sanity because you know I'm jumping from job to job, but at least I have this um, still have the grasp of you know the communication uh-huh. advertising world. So it's it's gonna it's gonna leave you with so many friends, and and not only that, you know, there's gonna be a student. You're gonna be past 32 because that's the <laughs> and you're gonna someone's gonna come up to you and. They're gonna be like, oh, so how how did you how do you know all this? How do you yeah. how do you know the secrets or the uh, the <laughs> men who mentored you? And uh, I'm gonna say, well, join that too. Get get to know them. Don't be scared. 
um, you're going to, some people may be shy, introverted, or not be able to want to join. So they may be too social and not want to, <laughs> not, will not think they need it, but they're, they're, they're going to meet a lot of great folk, to be honest with you. So. I think that makes a lot of sense. What about you, Mark? What are some of the high points and the benefits that you see from being a part of this organization? Beyond the group therapy stuff, okay? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the group Oof. therapy stuff is super important, but, um. I think especially for public service, it's a chance for younger creators, uh, a chance to kind of flex their muscles in terms of creativity and also flex their muscles in something that maybe they've not done before. Like for public, because like, you know, it's, it's pro bono. And I mean, we all put our, you know, heart and soul into it, but like you might get to do things that you wouldn't have gotten to do if you worked at agency or marketing department. So like. You know, we had somebody that did account management and she was helping write uh, Google ads. And, you know, we had people who, you know, more of a graphic design experience practicing their web design. Um, And, you know, uh, some people, copywriters working on influencer outreach and stuff like that. So I think at least for public service, it's a way to try different things, to be experimental in a way that you might not be able to in like a nine to five. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned the support of, of mentors. Well, like Larry Kelly, you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, shout out to Kelly. I just saw him last week. Larry, <laughs> or no, this Larry, week. Larry is like... Um, Name dropping Professor Dude, Kelly. the guy's yeah. been... The guy's Larry been... Kelly, take his class, take his class. <laughs> okay, that's true. Unless you're playing basketball. No. No. <laughs> what? what? Um, oh, wow. Th- yeah, really. That uh, was. We're not going to talk about that, are we? No. What? No. I heard, is is Larry an Olympian or something? He's kind of a he's kind of a great well, guy, but he's a shadow. He, I don't know what he's done in the past. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> you say Olympian in the advertising world. Yeah, Larry Kelly is oh, an Olympian, uh, yeah. and that's why. University of Houston is so blessed to be able to have him on staff there. He uh, kind of pushed me to do all this stuff. I would never know that too if it wasn't God. for him. You know why? Because he is a good example, like Dwight of someone who isn't in this for the business of doing advertising and stuff. He's in this business because he loves this business and he believes in this business. And whatever you guys do down the road, you've got to believe in what you do. Uh, You can't not believe in advertising or or marketing thing. It's smoke and mirrors. You know, that's a bunch of baloney because it's not. It's a science and it's a good science. And you guys... And and add to Houston, are the future of the advertising world. I was I'm doing some research uh, earlier. <laughs> did you know that there is? Um, did you know that there are over a thousand members and chapters around the United States uh, of of Attu chapters? I didn't know that. I know a good number I, of them. <laughs> one of the events I did was for Attu Kansas City yes. uh, networking. Um, was it career fair? Yeah. What was I, it? It was some, like it was a networking. Career it was like two days, yeah. two days. And really? Yeah, I did that, and um, they were offering some jobs, but I'm like, well, I'm not a resident, but mm-hmm. it's great <laughs> in the future. Yeah. Now, here's what I'd <laughs> yeah, like. I know. Yeah. Add yeah. to Hawaii. That would be fun. Stephanie's probably there. Stephanie Erica. (laughs) Or even add add to Madison. Most people say Madison. (laughs) But Madison is like Silicon Valley for crying out loud. Madison is a great city. It is a great city. And we love you, Madison. We do. Oklahoma City's big. There you go. Uh, Tampa, everywhere from Washington, D.C. Now, that would be a really interesting 
add to to be yeah. in because you were like right, right there in the there, epicenter yeah. of mm-hmm. uh, of everything. But it's a it's it's a good organ. No, it's a great organization, made up of amazing people. Uh, it is part of the American Advertising Federation, and uh, the the Club Achievement Awards. Uh, the public service competition, all yeah. of that kind of stuff is part of the stuff that you guys get to tackle uh, each year. And uh, by the way, uh, Add to Houston was recently named the Small Club of the Year by Add to National and received a Club of Excellence designation. Club of Excellence. I said that. Yeah. And, uh, for more information, you can yeah. find out. You can find them on Facebook or you know, um, go to addtohouston.org or dot whatever. Right. Just just yes. put add to Houston for crying out loud and you'll find it, okay? And that's the number two, by well, the way, for those of you yeah. who are numerically challenged. Um, <laughs> but congratulations, guys. It's off to a good start this year, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm starting to learn how to do event organization. Yeah. Guido Shadow. <laughs> I think that that would be a grand idea because <laughs> there are people like, um, like Ruffiner. Uh, who was so good at what he did, and and you were kind of shadowing him in yeah. a roundabout way, weren't you? Yeah, well, I was actually I was lucky because I, I got to see him, and I also uh-huh. got to see Rose. Uh, yeah, Rose, Rose I Garza, with that, yeah. who was my predecessor as president, and yeah. she has been a great uh, mentor and uh, advisor yeah. uh, as the former president. Uh, yeah, I got I got to see some really great people, and yeah, he he was good, and now I'm trying to pass that on. Um, she's, yeah. Uh, helping with the programs and the event organization, which wow. takes a load off of me, but also yeah. teaches her some new skills and mm-hmm. that she can take with her. And that's what we do. That's what we're here. Well, I think Dwight would be smiling uh, from what you're doing. So keep it going, okay? That's a good thing. And uh, if you want to get become a part of this, oh, I think it's a good idea. <laughs> it's a great idea, especially now. You know how you've been wanting to get out and do stuff with friends and all that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, Antu Houston is a great place to go. So Guido and Maite and Mark, you guys are great. And uh, you are, as I said, the future of our industry. And uh, you've got a great start and you're doing incredible things. So congratulations, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Ray. <laughs> I, feel, I feel so blessed. <laughs> Well, you are. It's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. And one more thing before uh, we go. Um, I had promised that I was going to play you the public service campaign uh, for Lily's Toy Box. So I want you to listen to this. It, it's well done, well written, well executed. And the folks at Add to Houston did such a, a great job putting this together. So here it is. We did a couple of uh, radio spots. We're going to play this for you right now. Take a listen. And if you feel inclined to engage and do something great today, go to Lily's Toy Box and uh, engage with them and see if you can help them out as well. So here's the spots. Hi, I'm Lily. In 2017, during Hurricane Harvey, as my parents and I sheltered in place, I saw on the news kids who had to evacuate their homes. I knew I wanted to do something, but I didn't know how. I decided I would donate my toys. I gave away a Lego set and never looked back. Many years and thousands of toys later, we are still helping kids suffering through natural disasters and other hardships. Join me in my mission. Go to lilystoybox.com and donate today. It's not just a toy, but the comfort a child needs. During a hurricane when the rain just seems like it'll never stop, it's natural for a child to tremble through the storm. Then, they remember their favorite toy. With a big hug, they find comfort. Like a rainbow after a storm, it makes them smile. 
Lily's Toy Box delivers the toys that provide comfort to kids after stormy hardships. Be the rainbow after the storm. Donate at lilystoybox.com. Hi, I'm Teddy. As a stuffed animal, my job is to provide comfort to children. Just like a rainbow after a storm, a favorite toy can dry your tears. That's why my good friend Lily began a mission to connect toys like me with children who are most in need of comfort. Lily's Toy Box delivers the toys that provide comfort to kids after stormy hardships. Whether it's a hurricane or other natural disaster or even a global pandemic, kids find comfort in toys. To help our mission, go to lilystoybox.com. That Speaks Houston is a production of the American Advertising Federation Houston chapter. You can find out more at aaf-houston.net. I hate dashes. Follow <laughs> us on your favorite podcast platform. Remember to subscribe to Ad Speaks Houston. You can also hear more about AAF Houston on the radio show. Listen Sundays at 10 a.m. on the iHeart app, which sounds really good, by the way, or on the radio, which sounds great, too, 9.50 a.m. KPRC here in Houston. And so much more to talk about, so much more to come. And I, I would love to be able, maybe later in the year, to come back and talk more about what you guys have been up throughout the, throughout the oh, summer. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, Good conversation. Thanks for being here. Thank you. You're welcome. Copyright 2021. I'm Ray Shillings.